Welcome everyone to episode 14 of Two Twins and a Mic. <coughs> Excuse me guys. This is Eli. I'm back. Um, I'm not too sure if Sam told you guys that I've been, well, that I was going to be off last week. And I know the podcast has been a bit silent even before that. Um, we've just had competing priorities in our lives. Um, as you probably could tell, my voice is a bit more quiet and subdued. Um today and that's because i'm sick terribly sick and um yeah just sore throat um flu-like symptoms and just a lot of fatigue um yeah but like we've got our um milk tea here our boba tea i know a lot of people don't like boba tea i think that's an interesting conversation in itself um but yeah it's great to be back guys and um hopefully the audio quality is still good even though my voice uh, this distinctively is to me quite low um oh we might have to put this on pause for a little while no oh it's a condenser mic so we can't sorry there's just some background music playing guys um yeah so i'll just pass i'll let sam introduce himself and um we'll take it from there in terms of the conversation Hey everyone, I'm also um, sick, so either my voice is lower than what it normally is, which is really quite low, and my nose is blocked, and um, I do feel like I've been hit by a bus, but I said to myself, I'm just going to get through this because <clears throat> consistency is important, and like it's kind of good to just take your mind away from being sick. Um, hopefully we get better very, we get better soon, but it seems like a lot of people are going down with whatever is spreading <coughs> excuse me spreading within the general population um hopefully by the time spring or summer's here a lot of the flu or i don't know covid variants are over and done with um so it's, it's good it's good to be back here with um with eli and just before we started what we were talking about was so actually the other day my cousins came over to my parents place and we were all just hanging, hanging. I can't even talk because my nose is blocked. We were all hanging out and chatting. And um, we had a, an interesting discussion point, which was <coughs> Eli, was, uh, sorry, some of my cousins thought, including myself actually, that the world kind of was getting worse. Um, and more so, my, one of my cousins thought the world was a lot worse than what it actually was compared to several years ago or even since their childhood whereas <coughs> Eli um, said actually I, sh I think the world is getting a lot better and so that kind of generated this discussion just before we started the podcast it's like how we perceive the, the world like do people do people see the world as getting better do people see the world as getting worse I'll let Eli just start us off because I need to blow my nose and cough <laughs> yeah it looks like you actually have it pretty bad um sam was telling me actually that he feels great today and that he's doing all right with this with this flu but you know this guy his his words and actions never made a measure up <laughs> um I'm, I'm just messing around <clears throat> but yeah i thought the conversation yesterday with our cousins were interesting and yeah the majority i, I think i was the only one in fact in the um 
in the minority here um, who who's pretty much viewed the world as improving and that things were on the up and up basically so like when when my cousin yeah was saying that um, she feels like the state of the world is going backwards you know in terms of um, I think they could even just collective point of view it was around morality um, <clears throat> I guess the state of affairs probably around like environmentally, politically. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she was saying. Um, and I, I, I sat there and I listened and I thought it was interesting because I was trying to think to myself, like, is is this more or less um, an internal projection of how you feel inside yourself? You know, like if you feel good internally, is it naturally that you just project and see things? things externally as good or getting better Um, and then maybe perhaps internally if you feel like your state of affairs is not so great that you just start to project and assume that you know externally the state of affairs are also not so great because my, my line of argument guys was well I feel like there's more attention now on things like the environment right so there's there's a great focus on well we need to you know, recycle, we need to, um, you know, uh, essentially live in a way which is sustainable, which it do- doesn't damage and affect the earth. Um, and also recently, you know, we've, and, and my, my position, guys, was that in the last two years, we've seen a correction. Not that, you know, it's been, it's been going <coughs> since before that. I, I was basically, my argument was like, the whole COVID situation generated a, a massive reset, right? And I was saying, basically, there's more attention, um, or greater priority now given towards work-life balance. So you are able to work from home and that's opened up a lot of opportunities for us in terms of, you know, instead of wasting your time commuting um, on the train or public transport, um, you know, like for us, we were losing about two hours on each journey. So those two hours now really just, they give you the flexibility to, well, they've given me the flexibility to use my time in other ways such as, you know, as you guys know, you know, doing MMA after work, um, as well as like, it just gives it, you feel like you get your time back. Like you feel like you can have a proper dinner. Um, you, you make the most of your night. Like it just doesn't feel like, you know, you're just chasing time. And the other like perspective I have is, you know, we have, we've seen a lot of politicians like Trump, like Boris Johnson, um, uh, who else do we have? Um, you know, Scott Morrison, a lot of these guys have been like taken out of um, political power positions, um, and we, as we like, as I'm sure most people agree collectively, you know, specifically in the case of Trump and Boris Johnson, like these two guys were clowns. You know, just mentioning the fact that they're both Gemini's, by the way. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing. I don't know why, <laughs> but Gemini's, like, I feel like honestly make the shittiest political leaders because they're just fake. The phonies, really. Like, all they know, no offense to any Geminis out there, but they just talk, you know what I mean? Like, Geminis try to rely on their charisma and their charm. Now, I I can see right through it, so I'm not very much intoxicated by it, as, say, other people can be kind of like, oh, you know, like, this person's funny or interesting, whatever. It's like, it's easy for me to see right through the bullshit, and I think there's a lot of people out there who would say, yeah, well, I saw that through Trump. I don't think a lot of people saw it with Boris Johnson, you know, he's, he's, so he's the former prime minister of the UK, but you know he had such a large number of me- like members of his parliament, uh, sorry, members of his um, is it his party that resigned in huge vote of no confidence, and um, yeah, like it's just and 
I think Xi Jinping of China is also Gemini. Like he's he's obviously done well for China in terms of like it's where it's done economically. I know I digress, but there's a point. Um, but he's still a crazy leader. You know what I mean? And like I, I think there's an is an inherent like this is kind of brandishing like everyone who belongs to this zodiac with one brush, which is very dangerous. But I'm just I'm, I want to be careful. But at the same time, like it's just a pattern of behavior that I've noticed. So I don't always want to sugarcoat things and just like you know not really express my opinion here but xi jinping is for example not a very stable man you know like he is behind the reason why the uyghurs of china west china um get sent to these internment camps right so basically like it's it's essentially world war ii where they put you know jews in prison camps but these this this time it's just muslim um uh chinese um yeah uyghurs Uyghurs, whatever you want to call like whatever that however that is pronounced um you know, and on top of that, you know, like it's just constantly trying to stoke um, conflict, you know, in the South, oh, is it South Asia Sea? South China, South China Sea, sorry, right? Um, and I get it, like it's, China needs to act as a counterweight and counterbalance to the US hegemony and like, you know, it's important and I don't disagree with that, but like I don't see him as a stable leader. And uh, I, I, know I, I know I'm digressing, but um, once one of my friends, she's um, from China, and she told me at work, she said, it's, it's a, the Chinese population actually value Gemini's more because in China, you need to know how to be a liar in order to, um, in order not to get deceived um, in, in China. Like it's, it's actually those qualities of a Gemini because they also, they have their own version of the Zodiac, but they value it because um, there's just so much deception there that you need to be basically sharp-witted. Um, so yeah, I think that's interesting and that's, that's a huge like... Um, that's a huge, what's the word, commentary on, on, on essentially the, you know, the culture there. Um, and like, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go too far into it, but I just think it's great that there's been this massive correction because the way I feel is that we've went from a state of inauthenticity, right? And again, I'm, I'm saying because these world leaders, as I was saying, these are charlatan people who just rely on the fake charisma and charm. and There's no real substance behind them, right? And now we're moving into, it's like, people like, we've had enough of this. We want um, stable leaders. We want people who, um, you know, deliver on action and not just words, right? So, um, like, that's why I was like, great. Now we have a new class of leaders coming through and a lot of them are younger leaders, right? So that's <coughs> that's a really good sign. Hey guys, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, well, you won't notice the interruption because we paused it. But um, I think I left a lot of the conversation around. Yep. So just my perspective that the world is improving, um, especially within the last two years. And I, I, the other argument that I used was the great um, resignation, right? So basically, um, you know, situation around COVID forced a lot of people to um, reassess their lives, their jobs, you know, their passions, what are they doing? And that's led to this, this um, great resignation where um, a lot of people realize, well, I don't enjoy my job. Um, I'm not doing what I'm passionate about. Um, you know, the reason like, I, I live in a city which is overpriced, um, which, you know, I live in this little tiny apartment. Um, I'm like suffocating because again, there's a lot of um, things I guess people were feelings that people probably like just pushing down and trying to like 
not think about because they were distracted with work or going out with their friends or whatever. But like COVID really forced everyone to um, have to basically introspect and reflect. So, and then we've seen like, you know, um, the work culture has largely changed in my opinion, where, you know, people that work from home, you know, there's more flexibility around um, if your kids are sick, you can take time off. If you're sick, you take time off. Like health is wealth. Your health takes priority. I don't feel like that was the case before. Because in fact, like I remember when just when COVID was hitting, like my um, old manager, who, by the way, I don't, wasn't a particularly big fan of, he was trying to get us. This is like COVID, like it was at the scary stage where like we're just finding out like we, we don't know a lot. We know like things are not good. And most people are like are trying to avoid social settings where, or gatherings. He's like, no, we need to come into the office. And I, me and my colleague are like, we're not, co- or the three of us, we're like, we're not coming in. Like we can work from home. There's no issue. We're not coming in. We don't even know like what, what this virus is, right? Um, and he's like, it's nothing. It's just the flu, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, obviously he's eating his words now. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, it was just interesting because he, like, he, he was willing just to sacrifice us um, for him looking good, I guess, in front of the like the management. Which, But anyways, I feel like that's changed. Um, yeah, and I think, again, like I was saying, the priorities, like, especially in Australia, like everyone's like property, 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 property. Like that's like when I would get on the train, that's all the conversation. I mean, there's still to a large degree that conversation here, but a lot of people now like, you know, are moving out of Sydney because they're just like, well, I'm done. Like, cause Sydney is just a joke in the sense if like, there's just such a focus on amassing material wealth. Right. Um, anyway, so that's, that's, that's my perspective. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just interesting because, um, from from their lens like on on the morality part like yes i agree like there's still a large degree of where there's been a moral degradation of society compared to the past right like you see a lot like on tiktok about um people complaining about especially the gen zers complaining that you know dating sucks because like people have so many options because of you know the dating apps that you just never have that sense of security or, or or like people date to date, like just, you know, it's a casual relationship. No one actually dates to marry. Like there's no, there's no real substance or significance behind it, right? So, and the, I, I agree with that. That's, that there's truth in that. Um, it's like, there's, there's that innocence in, uh, that's been lost um, in, in terms of relationships. But I feel like to a certain degree, there's because there's this awareness about it there is a shift towards i want what my like what my parents had like not all of us but like in the sense of like you know the traditional sense you know i want that traditional relationship um and i feel like you know the younger generations are also trying to imitate that like you know let's hang around at the movies like let's play at the arcade you know like they're trying to re- like you can see even the way they dress dressing right like i was getting when i was getting the boba tea bubble tea um I saw this one girl, quite young, maybe 14, 16, I'm not sure, but she was dressed in an oversized leather jacket and like oversized pants. And I was thinking like, this is our parents' clothing. Like, you know what I mean? Um, back when in the nineties, what they would wear, now it's just the Gen Z is wearing it. So I'm just like, they are trying to relive that past essentially. Um, but yes, so there is a moral degradation that's still 
needs work in terms of society but i think we're on the path towards <coughs> an improvement i don't i don't think it's necessarily going to you know um you know continue to uh degrade um yeah so i i'd be interested now to hear your perspective sam like why your position is that i think because you you were of the view that no society is regressing yeah uh, <coughs> so i've been in the background here like making hot tea putting some sort of meth methylated crystal into hot water trying to get myself ready to talk um so here's the thing like i think we are somewhat on the same page when you say there's like a general correction that's happened over the last two years i agree i agree because i feel like what happened was at the point of where a lot of countries went into lockdown and then people you know were working from home and all of that stuff firstly what happened was a lot of people had time to actually stop and think right about their lives about their circumstances about the world and everything and it was at that point that a lot of people saw issues in their own lives they saw issues with the world they saw issues with i guess it's the general way things were kind of moving forward um when you look at the world from like <clears throat> a material sense things are actually a lot better like you know like a lot of goods are cheap these days like you know there's a lot of convenience when it comes to ordering food when it comes to um products um, technology and all that the prices have dropped dramatically yeah, <clears throat> yeah. same day delivery amazon um and then like an, i would say there's relatively an abundance of of, of work um, obviously during COVID a lot of people did lose their jobs in retail and all of that but then governments did step in and, and support um, a lot of their, their a lot of the people in their populations um, <clears throat> but generally speaking I, I, I do think the world was at one point on a very very dangerous path um, if you remember like you know you had wars going on like when I say wars um, I know there's like the whole Ukraine-Russia war now, but to be to be fair, like as bad as that is, and I, I don't want to compare and say one's worse than the other, but like you know, the U.S. all of a sudden back in 2001 decided to do the whole, you know, the war on terrorism, whatever. Fair enough, but they they they, they basically vilified an entire group of people, Muslims. You know, they had to set their agenda, devalue the other side, make them out to be evil, blah blah blah. So for like 20 years. Or you had, yeah, you know, they dehumanized Muslims. But for twenty years, all you had was basically this. At least I look at it as an artificially constructed existential threat. Because throughout human history, you know, these <coughs> empires that ruled, and the U.S. is the modern empire of the twenty-first century, they had to create this fear of the other, right, to keep their local populations in check, and. I know I probably cop a lot of flack for this, but now that the Muslim threat has somehow died down, I don't know how, because Muslims are still everywhere in the world. And, you know, that all of a sudden ISIS took a, you know, two-year hiatus as COVID spread. Like, let's be honest, you know, it's like if, if these guys are like these crazy nut jobs and they're out there killing people, it's like you don't just take a holiday and you're like, oh, we'll be back in two years because you don't hear about them anymore. All you hear about now is like, all these potential new diseases and illnesses and viruses and whatever and like how your life is at risk and how you know we all have to wear masks and we have to get vaccinated we have to obey the government and all, all of this stuff i'm not saying 
like I'm not going into conspiracy theories, but like compare it to what was the existential threat a couple of years ago. Um, the world's in a better place because before you were vilifying one in three people in the world, and you basically, you know, you had women having their headscarves pulled off, you had Muslims being denied um, job opportunities, you had people being basically, you know, abused on the streets, um, you know, but. That, that aside, like, yeah, the world has somewhat got better because if you look at the way people kind of think nowadays, the vast majority, they're more open-minded, they're more understanding, they're more, I guess, somewhat, I would say, informed. Because what I really like about the, the world today is the fact that we don't have this kind of reliance on centralized media. See, like our parents' generation and maybe Gen X, <coughs> um, they basically relied heavily on like, you know, in Australia, Channel 7 News, Channel 9 News, Channel 10. You know, in America, it would be like Fox News and um, CNBC. And, well, not, there's nothing wrong with CNBC, but like MSNBC and all that. Like, so what you're doing is you have Sky News. So you're getting a very kind of centralized source. And they all kind of follow the same agenda, you know, in a weird way. Because then, And then, then, came, then came social media. And it kind of disrupted it, particularly TikTok, right? And he just said... Now you've got everyone's basically a citizen journalist and everyone's going to report their version of the events. And what you get is like a, a, a mass view of of like a particular thing that's happening. And you can make an objective assessment whether, whether the media is telling you the truth or not. <clears throat> and a classic example was um, the, the war between, um, I wouldn't even say it's a war, basically the occupation uh, by Israel of Palestine. And that, that Gaza conflict not that long ago, about two years ago, maybe, yeah, about two years ago. And because of TikTok and Instagram and all of that, um, a lot of people were getting their news through these social platforms. And they were seeing for once, for the first time, like gen genuinely, like an objective assessment of what that conflict is about. Because, you know, Western media definitely has a bias because, you know, they're afraid of the, the powers that be. And so they always took a pro-Israel view, despite the fact like, obviously, Israel is an apartheid state and they are actually occupying a land that doesn't belong to them. And yet here we are, you know, in the 21st century or in 2022 saying Russia is bad. They've taken Ukraine. But for some strange reason, you know, it's OK for Israel to do the same. So not to digress, but this is what I really like about the modern world, uh, the, where things are at as it, as it stands today from a media perspective. So the world has gotten better in terms of um, information and people kind of making better assessments about whether something is true or false um, without all the biases kind of clouding a person's judgment. But I, <clears throat> and I don't want to sound cynical, like on the whole, um, yeah, the world is getting better. Initially, I think yesterday I said like, oh, maybe not, because I, I do think the world's kind of decayed morally. It still hasn't really come back. But this is what I really like nowadays, uh, more recently what I'm seeing. And I think this is where the whole concept of the correction coming back in. So you've got guys that are trending and being, and they're quite popular, like Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate. I know these, like Andrew Tate might be considered a controversial figure, but the reason why they're really blowing up, <clears throat> yeah. And the real thing is this other guy called Yassin on um, Yassin Arabia on TikTok. He, he's, he's a much better kind of, I think people know he dresses really well and he doesn't talk. He just has the, um, the quotes. But 
a lot of these guys are basically saying like there's something fundamentally wrong um, with society in terms of how far we've kind of strayed um, morally and in terms of also how we've strayed from our true true natures like men being men and women being women right because unfortunately i would say today or more recently society said everything's okay anyone can do anything you know your past doesn't matter um and i'm not saying people can't move on from their past but it's just like people think that they can act or move around in the world without any kind of consequence for their actions right and what these guys are saying is like we have to go back to a state where values mattered and <coughs> morals were a lot higher and from a masculine perspective it's like okay take care of your family work hard be disciplined don't sit there in front of the couch playing video games all day if you're a 30 30 year old man and you're sitting on the couch playing video games that's a pretty sad or even if you're in your 30s 40 i think honestly when it comes to video games if you're a guy right once you've graduated from um university and even if you didn't go to university like once you're in full-time employment right i think it's time to like put the put the joystick put the controller down and um actually like live up to the values of of being masculine right so like don't um you know think just because you're playing call of duty you're suddenly a soldier right at the end of the day you know most of like not to sound um not to sound rude or demeaning here, but, you know, the, the stereotype is the mo- most of the people that are, like, you know, are really invested into video games, especially, like, you know, games like Call of Duty, you know, you're overweight, um, you're unhealthy, um, you know, you're not, you're not, like, doing yourself, a, you're not doing anything productive, to, um, you know, for yourself or for society. You're not a soldier. Like, you might know all the names of the weapons and, you know, you can get, like, you know, you can talk about all the different maps and terrains and whatever vehicles. But at the end of the day, if you got into a straight fight, like, somebody's going to drop you because, you know, one, you probably couldn't run away or you don't know how to defend yourself or whatever it is, right? So the better option would be to potentially maybe get yourself into something, um, a physical activity like mixed martial arts um, and not necessarily mixed martial arts it could be anything you know karate um, taekwondo um, I, I don't know like a sport of some of some kind go to the gym like actually do something that has that has utility and purpose and meaning and then clean your house yeah um, exactly like step into the role of a responsible individual we're not saying adult responsible individual right playing video games i'm sorry it doesn't matter who you are like for me if if i like you said if i see a person um in in it doesn't matter like it, it early to mid 20s to 30s if you're like playing video games I, I i generally lose a lot of respect for you because to me what that signals is a person who's just trying to run away live in fantasy you know doesn't want to face reality yes sometimes you want to like escape and you want you know you want to distract your mind but um to what end you cannot always run away from your feelings you know you have to sit with your emotions and a lot of people that you know do get lost into the the vacuum of video games is because you don't really want to think and introspect i i think you and i probably know um yeah like you know we we, we've seen it around us um 
like how how you know video games and beyond video games even like tvs and movies and just if you're constantly going out constantly going out you know you see that on instagram people just constantly going out it's like my mind automatically goes to like what are you trying to run away from like what are you doing like why don't you take that time that you're constantly investing to going out and doing something for yourself something useful something productive like it's important for us to socialize I don't disagree with that. I love socializing. I love hanging out with my friends and stuff. But when you do it at an excessive level, it's like at that point, you're, you're just trying to run away from something. Yeah, no, well said. And that, that's the thing. That's the point. So I'm like, okay, what you said was right. The world is getting better and it's correcting. And these guys, like I said, Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, these are just manifestations of the current psyche of a lot of let's say in this case young men who are saying you know what there is something fundamentally wrong with the way the world is and the reason why these guys are incredibly popular and trending and showing up everywhere is because young men have realized that they've been sold a lie that the world kind of at one point screwed everything up they turned women into men they did they pushed women into their masculine and they pushed men who are masculine into their feminine and i'm not i know people will they'll say like what are you talking about there's a lot of toxic masculine energy that's exactly it toxic masculine energy is actually men who aren't in their masculine frame if you ask me because they're relying on aggression manipulation all this stuff this is not masculine energy masculine energy is controlled it's measured it's grounded you know it has a very kind of clear idea of what's right and wrong and focused on your mission and like if if there's an issue they'll they will raise it and they'll address it when they're in a state of chaos emotion and, and emotionally volatile that's toxic masculinity toxic masculinity again is, is manipulation right a, a, a true man can say hey look these are my needs this is what i need to be met and like you're very clear about your intentions men who are manipulative are not masculine men and this is the problem why i'm saying like why these guys are trending is because women have been pushed into their masculine with um men have been pushed into their feminine and now guys are like it's not it's not working anymore and the women unfortunately i'm not saying all of them have had a lot of these like ideas that are quite corrupting in their minds where people think oh yeah it's okay for people to go sleeping around it's okay like you know you don't have to settle and they're like when i say settle, like you don't have to think about one day that you will be potentially married you will have children all that like so they think you can live your life without consequence. And if anyone raises any issues or concerns about anything to do with your past, that somehow impact them. It, it will impact because a person's reputation is important. There's one thing in life that you can never like get back. It's your dignity. Like dig- dignity is so important. And I think I feel like we live in a world where people don't don't look at their dignity with any true sense of um, like they don't take it seriously. That's why. I actually do like not everything he says some some of the things he says is quite crazy like andrew tate but even jordan peterson and even today like um, andrew huberman who's like a, a neuroscientist he's like alcohol is incredibly bad for you it's incredibly bad it actually puts you it makes like if you have anxiety or fear or, other, or like you're you're ruminating about things it makes it 10 times worse and it causes all these other issues but see we live in a society where like again people are told just go out get blind drunk right um you know like you you can you can you can again like if you if you have those apps you can talk to as many men as possible or girls as possible you know expand your options make sure that you always have options blah 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 it's like no all of this is so so bad for you 
it's so bad for you and now why why a lot of these guys listening to these commentators is because they say they're saying actually we get it now we get it and we've been pulled away from our true nature and we no longer have to tolerate these kind of corrupting ideals because what they did first was they got rid of religion they said they they humiliated and degrade degraded anyone who held on to any concept of religion it doesn't matter what your religious view is they basically made it seem like anyone who had a, um, a, a kind of a religious inclination was kind of stupid backwards or or um kind of like patriarchal misogynistic or something like that it's like that's nonsense because right now all i see when i walk around the world is a lot of people with very very little values very little beliefs and then you have these guys who are trying to reinforce values and beliefs into people and say you know we can't continue like this because you've got you've got you know families that are being broken down you've got relationships that aren't really fully functioning relationships right and you've got all these people who are damaged walking around life damaging other people and, and, and apparently we're supposed to be okay with this and it goes back to this saying where it goes you know good times are created by um sorry bad times sorry strong men sorry yeah so strong men create good times good times create weak men weak men create you know bad times and you know the world at one point things were really good like when i say really good as in like you know it was every, like we had access to you know services water food um travel like things were very easy you know in a sense and that created a lot of weak men and they had a lot of men like kind of like bending over in their kind in in their views like doing mental gymnastics and almost to the point where their brains have fallen out because they're so open-minded to the extent where they don't have any boundaries it's like oh and I'll, I'll say this as an example and people can 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 they can say whatever they want about me and and, and they can view me in any particular way like when andrew tate or even jordan peterson says you know if i'm not i'm not comfortable with my partner going out you know partying dressed in a very revealing outfit and you know particularly given that social setting if people are drinking and all that it makes them feel uncomfortable so they say look i would i don't like you going out like that i just don't it makes me feel uncomfortable see a lot of guys are made to feel bad about this because they're like oh you're a misogynist you're controlling it's not necessarily the case they're just saying like unfortunately there are a lot of bad people out there with very nefarious intentions you know and it's just saying like be dressing a particular way isn't doesn't lead to you doesn't lead to a isn't isn't you like saying you're attracting a bad outcome it's just saying there are people out there that are predators that's why we had the me too movement there are people out there that um kind of abuse their power in life right to take advantage of other human beings particularly if these human beings you know uh, have got mental health issues particularly if these human beings let's say are inebriated and intoxicated like to assume that the world is perfect and, and people do the right things all the time is is a bit like naive and so these men are saying like look we're trying to go back to these old school values we're not saying like we don't want everything like we say what they're saying is like of course women have equal rights of course women deserve to be treated like human beings of course um you know men no man should lay a hand on on and on any woman or even control in any sense but you shouldn't be afraid to say this makes me feel uncomfortable and if you value partying you know and you know shaking your ass to random guys at the club whatever if it's a particularly seedy club then and and if that is going to lead to a relationship breakdown 
then so so be it like men shouldn't be afraid or even if they go hey look i really don't appreciate you having this really um like you talking to these random men or these like guys that that aren't your partner or your relatives or anyone that's really close to you um and i'm not saying like they can't have male friends that's not what we're saying i'm saying like what these guys are saying is there are lines to be drawn in in life and there are boundaries that people have to maintain because a lot of things are being blurred nowadays and everyone's supposed to think we're told like no matter what anyone does or says everything should be taken as being okay and and, and these guys like andrew tate and jordan peterson saying like no this isn't okay like you know if, if you're like like they, they, they give the example like did your did your grandmother have a male best friend like ask your grandfather did your grandmother have a, a male best friend no no one's saying you can't be acquaintances no one's saying you can't have friendships but some people they emotionally kind of get involved with their male friends right they're like hey you know i had an argument with my boyfriend my partner my fiance my husband whatever you know i just needed someone to talk to why are you talking to this random guy right outside the scope of your your home about your relate like it doesn't make any sense you know people have to draw these boundaries if you generally genuinely have an issue raise it with your partner and if you feel like they're not listening then raise it with your sibling raise it with your parent like raise it with someone like the idea like a lot of them say it's like oh no you know I, i i'm not i'm not saying like from the female perspective, it probably is more innocent. They're saying like, yeah, they just see it as a genuine friendship. No doubt. From the male perspective, a lot of them don't see it that way. No one's seeing, no male sitting there thinking to themselves, I really want to invest so much time and energy and effort into this just random person, right? Because, you know, I'm just such a good-natured person. I'm not saying there aren't people who are like that, who are good-natured, but the majority of guys, unfortunately, aren't like that. They do have nefarious intentions and they did an experiment, I think, Andrew Tate's brother Tristan he's like when he was with um, a girlfriend at, at one point in time he's like okay now just message this guy who you, you keep chatting to and just say hey look I've had an argument with Tristan and you know things aren't going that well you know I just wanted to know is there anything between us you know do you see a future if, if we if I was to leave him and go with you and the guy straight away replied of course I've always loved you and blah 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 right and see, that's, this is the thing, like, again, why are these guys popular? Because they're saying we have to go back to some level, some value system, right? Some value system. Like, what we have now is, is complete chaos. But again, what you said, we are on the path of correction. There are a lot of good points you're making there. I wouldn't say, like, relationships were on, like, the verge of um, like an existential collapse here. Um, it's interesting that you bring up Andrew Tate um and joe rogan and jordan peterson now i've I've seen andrew tate pop up on my tiktok a couple of times and um yeah controversial figure but what i've learned is like you it is it is important to keep an open mind so he does make a lot of like logical well he makes outlandish points 100 percent. but there are there are there are um, conversations that he has which are very logical and it makes a lot of sense and so you can't i don't think it's fair to dismiss an individual without trying to you know listen to um you know most of his points of view um so that you can have an understanding of like what what where does he really truly stand as opposed to sound bites because there is definitely an element within society um so like as there is toxic masculinity because a lot of people are going to say well joe rogan 
falls into the space of toxic masculinity and so does Andrew Tate and so does Jordan Peterson because um, then their narrative is counter to the this new age feminist narrative which again I so I personally don't have an issue with feminism per se right you know suffrage movement you know the fight for like um, equality uh, you know in terms of female rights I totally agree and totally support it right as I am I assume most most level-headed um, individuals in society would men or female regardless right but as there are as there is this position that there is toxic masculinity there is also toxic femininity right no doubt so like and that goes back to your earlier point around um, toxic femininity is essentially a lot of females falling into the masculine frame which is which isn't their frame right so like you said the idea of no man can tell me what to do like of course right but like <laughs> there's a level of respect that you show towards your partner towards um your male friends like it's toxic femininity is just like we want to basically eradicate the whole identity and idea of like manliness manhood like it's it's um and a lot of us a lot of men like you know we sometimes hear comments and you just you like i've seen it and you just like by females and you just stay quiet you're just like the hell was that like what did you mean like what are you talking about like what you know um like one of them like men are trash it's like no men are not trash right you've experienced trashy men because at that point in time that's who you attracted right so if you have to ask yourself the internal question right why am i attracting these kind of men you know what is it about me um that is attracted to these individuals because again if you um, have very well-defined standards of what you will accept and you won't accept and you know what your values are like what you know what where, where your boundaries are you won't necessarily attract these type of trashy men right and if you're trying to find men out in the clubs well you know if you go to trash you're going to find trash right so like don't act surprised and not like saying oh, you're only going to find like bad men in the clubs no, it's not necessarily correct like it is a generalization but what i'm what i'm trying to say is you're not exactly going to find you know um a man who's about the family life the family values you know um <laughs> like working on his mission yeah i'm just going to quickly jump in because it's, it's funny when you just said that because um yesterday we watched a really good um movie on netflix called darlings it's like an indian film highly highly recommended it came out on the 5th of august but so the protagonist the lady um she's a really sweet soul a great heart and all of this stuff and she ends she's in a she's married to this really terrible guy who's like on and off good to her bad to her like trauma bonded and then at one point because her mom's like leave this guy he's a terrible guy it doesn't make any sense and what and the guy's obviously a narcissist but um what happens is then she just has this moment where he beats her up one night again for something stupid and she basically meets up with her mom at the markets the next day they're going shopping and then her daughter starts there's the protagonist starts talking crazy she's like she looks at all these men in, in the market she's like i just want to shoot them all i want to kind of kill that person and that person that person everyone but the terrible man that she chose to marry and she's like basically again that the saying men are trash it's like no men aren't trash the men that you are going for are trash because society has corrupted men has basically pushed women into this belief that you know like don't go for men with strong values 
don't go for men who are kind of have have any real religious kind of underpinnings you know um, go for 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 these guys who are seemingly open-minded right these guys like the guy in, in the in the movie he's like you know hardcore drinker drinking gets drunk a lot every night beats her up and all this stuff terrible right but then she keeps kind of forgiving him and she's like oh it's okay blah blah, blah. but it's like what what happened is exactly what you it comes back to the whole value system like we've, they've broken down the value system so much i remember when i was dating and I used to find this so incredibly strange. I would always get <clears throat> these girls who would go, would be like, this is in the initial talking stages, like on a scale of one to 10, how religious are you? And I always found that to be such an odd question. I'm like, what do you mean? How religious am I? It's almost to the, what they were insinuating was that if you're really religious or the more religious you are, I don't want to be around you, which is quite ironic because like there's, <laughs> there's this one person, let's say they, they we, that I know quite well. And she married a man, and he isn't a religious man in any capacity. And she got beaten up, she got treated incredibly badly, all of this terrible stuff. And yet she still had this, after her divorce, had this belief that I don't want to be with a religious man because religious men somehow are controlling. But the guy that you were with wasn't controlling. And then the same thing, one of the daughters. Was the yeah, the guy that she was married to wasn't religious, and after she got divorced, she still had this kind of weird warped mindset, right? And I'm not saying like I understand there could be some guys who are outwardly religious, not necessarily they're not actually religious, and they're just controlling guys. That's just their nature; they're controlling people. But I always found that so weird. Like rather than women saying, "Hey, I actually want to be with a guy that has a value system, that has a strong set set of beliefs," because for the most part. Assuming the person's relatively healthy and well-regulated, religion just instill, instills really good values into people. It's not actually bad stuff. And yet society, and, and a lot of these girls were Muslims, right? And they'll be like, yeah, I don't want to be with a religious guy. But what are you talking about? Like most of, your, like most of them, their fathers weren't even religious. And if you had issues in your life growing up, it's because your parents weren't religious they might have put the outward appearance for the community like whole culturally religious but they weren't religious religious people know that you can't harm another human being the religious people know that their actions have consequences because re most religious people believe there's a day of judgment where we have to kind of atone for our sins or be held accountable for our actions and behaviors and that's for me that's why i was like i can understand like i'm like Jordan Peterson initially wasn't a religious guy and he's like yep religion is important in the sense that it instills values Andrew Tate this guy was a hardcore atheist at one point he said that he's like you know what I chose to go down that path of religion and that's the thing like I know Joe Rogan isn't a religious guy but I still think I'm like it's such a strange strange thing I don't know if you've ever experienced it um yeah I mean not probably not to the same extent like I know you know like they'll ask like when you're dating like they'll ask certain questions um about like you know how how where do you sit on the like religious spectrum again like i i honestly don't believe there's anything inherently wrong with religion um i think it's a fair question in the sense that if they don't feel like um you know that like where they sit on the religious spectrum isn't aligned with where you sit that's fine like i'd, I'd rather know up front so that we wouldn't like there's no point in, in engaging in a relationship why do they make it sound like it's a bad thing? I, I think it's just a, um, it's, a lot of people are 
projecting out of fear so maybe it's just like they heard it from their like parents or their friends or whatever like you know um like again it could just be one of those like wives tales like you know don't don't marry a person who's you know very religious he's going to tell you how to dress and how to live your life and who you can speak to and who you can't Uh, it, it could just be rooted in a lot of um just speculation and that you've never really like seen a religious person um you know the way he's interacted with his wife again i agree with your point like it's in fact a lot of the people who um like genuinely lack religion in their life who feel it's okay because they have no fear of like judgment that you know i'll lay my hand on an individual i'll lie i'll steal um i'll cheat you know i've I've, exactly like i've i've like i've heard like certain individuals who don't have um a religious foundation like um not really have an issue with like taking things you know what i mean like whether it's office supplies or um you know just trying to like you know uh what's the word um take advantage of the system it could be anything like you know they might have been sent an uh, extra delivery which you know they didn't pay for and they have no issue just taking it you know and like for me i i just think to myself um like how do you not have this fear whether it's like you know it doesn't matter what religion you belong to but like this idea of like still that karma like you know or that it's you, you know there will always be a consequence for that action that i don't understand um but yeah like to the earlier point i was making about um you know just toxic femininity like a hundred like i just think it's yeah it's girls um not just girls in general but like you know there is there was i would say um pre-covid a big trend towards like um you know really undermining um the masculine frame and um so like that whole argument men are trash men are trash like that was so um demeaning to hear because again i'm bringing bringing it back to the early point it's you have to ask yourself the question is or is are men a trash or are you just attracting trash because you're not very clear on your values you know so if for example if you're in a relationship with a person who's made it clear in their actions that they are cheating on you you know what I mean whether that is they're speaking to other girls in secret you know or whatever like bringing them to your their like apartment whatever it is you know what I mean like that to you should tell you like hey like what are my boundaries what am i willing to accept here this is this is not a good person you know like you can't excuse that behavior you you have to understand that it's not male behavior it's that individual's behavior and by giving them a free pass you're just reinforcing that as you would term it like you know toxic masculinity so um but yeah and, and and again like the the feminist argument is like um well what about you know the men that are treating women well and nice and like um there there isn't like you know where's the uh credit like towards them but like it seems like they just get overlooked like society's like "Mm." i mean i feel like there's just a bit of uh what's the word it's just very it's dismissive like um there, there is an inherent element where there's an attraction towards also like the toxic masculine and again like that in i'm sure like one day i would wish we can get a psychologist so we can just go through like the the reasons for that you know especially around like you mentioned earlier like trauma bonding and essentially you know reliving that um childhood patterns and trying to change the outcome because you know perhaps like 
you had a you had a, a parental figure who was um, toxic, right? So um, generally, that's that's why you know you and like many people would enter into a relationship um, with an unhealthy individual because they're just replaying or mimicking out um, a relationship, a parental relationship, or something along those kinds. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, so the way I see it is toxic. Um, femininity, masculinity is—it's died down a lot. Like it's, I, I feel like society now is a bit more more calibrated. Um, I am a bit worried about the amount of attention that's been given towards um, gender politics, though. Like the whole idea of um, you know, there's more than just um, you know, male and female. Now you know you can be uh, he, she, it they them you know you can be like again the tolerance is important um towards people like you have no right to tell a person you know how they should live their life i completely agree with that but like i can't help but be concerned and think to myself um you know you're like you're the lines are getting so blurred now like physiologically it's very clear you know nature from a scientific point of view has made it very clear that you know, if you're if you're a male, you have a certain um, you know um, certain organ. And if you're a female, you have a certain organ. It's those 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 are very clearly defined by nature, you know. Uh, um, but like, and also the idea of like men um, dressing, uh, cross dressing, dressing very um, in you know feminine ways. Um, the whole idea of like makeup on men. Does it make me uncomfortable? Yeah, it does make me uncomfortable. It doesn't necessarily align with my values, to be honest. It just, it doesn't seem right. Um, I I feel like, as you were saying earlier, like, Sam, that it's like they've, they're trying to put men into this feminine um, state. And like, as, 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 a, as a masculine, like it's, how can you operate? Like, how can you focus on, like, for example, you go on TikTok, you see these guys, you know, with their mother's pearls and like earrings and stuff like dancing, you know, shaking their booty. Like I would associate that with with feminine energy, with a girl. Like, you know, women want to just live life, enjoy life. You know, they bring that energy, that spark to to the home, you know. Um, but like you, you see a guy, you know, shaking his, his butt on TikTok, um, you know, it's just it, something physiologically in my brain is just like this is not right, you know. Like, why? What, what, tell me, like, what what skill do you have? <laughs> what can you do besides dancing? Like, um, you know, if if some, if 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 there's an incident or there's an accident, I wouldn't want the guy who's you know who knows how to um, do a number of TikTok dances. I want to know who's the guy here who knows CPR or or like you know has a strong foundation in like I'm gonna jump, you know. Um, some kid fell into like the water. I'm gonna jump and save him. You know, um, I, I I would imagine I would equate that with masculine energy. Like I don't. Yeah, it's very it's very hard to describe. But um, there I do have a concern about like the trajectory, of, um, the emphasis being put onto this gender identities because as as you probably already know, um, so a lot of historians have mentioned this and they say. The interesting thing is before the fall of every major civilization, whether it was the Greeks, the Ottomans, um, you know, the Romans, the Egyptians, the Aztecs, um, you know, the Persians, like they all had one thing in common. 
and that they got obsessed with gender politics before the fall of their civilization. And we're seeing that right now in, in the United States, which is one of the greatest Western powers, right? And UK, and etc., Australia. This obsession with gender, like we're not focused on um, activities of utility, like things of real value and purpose. You know, we're talking about whether a person, you know, identifies as a, as a tree or as an object or not to sound demeaning or dismissive, but like, why is this even relevant? Like nature has already made it very clear, you know, what is the, who is a male and who is a female? Like, why are we trying to change the laws of nature? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And you just reminded me of something like not that long ago, the Chinese government kind of embarked on this massive project where they said, you know, they realized that a lot of Chinese men have kind of become more feminine. And so the, I think it was all over the news at one point, the Chinese government was like, we're going to in, in, implement all these programs to make Chinese boys more masculine and make them focus on more kind of like masculine activities and develop those qualities. Because every, any great, civilization empire country whatever knows that if you want to be the strongest and you want to be the most powerful you need to make sure that you know like your men are actually behaving like men otherwise you're going to have a very very weak country that you know and i'm not saying leadership is exclusive to men but i'm just like you know like generally speaking be in relationships or whatever and i've, I've read about this and i've heard about this from other women and some of the women don't necessarily say it, but like I've heard them, the w women who are the most feminist and I don't have an issue with them. I'm saying like they're very strong feminists and they'll have moments where they're working in the corporate world. They just break down and like, I just want a man to take care of me. Literally, that's what they say. It's interesting you should say that. <clears throat> I wouldn't like for me, I had like a real moment of realization once. It was like start of this year. I was out with a couple of friends and both of them like were like lady friends and they were just talking and I was just listening into the conversation. And one of them was talking about why she, um, she left her boyfriend and I was just listening. And um, she just said, I was just sick and tired of having to lead, having to organize everything, having to um, like basically do everything. Like essentially she felt like she was also mothering him, but more or less she was just saying like, I just felt like I was just doing everything, organizing. Um, I can't remember like the exact details, what like what all the things that she was describing that she was doing, but it's a lot of things that you would associate a guy would do, right? And so she broke up with him. It was a five-year relationship. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. But in my head, I understood. I was like, oh, she, she, wanted, she wants to be in her feminine frame, right? She just wants to be a girl. So that's what, and that's what she said. She's like, I just wanted, I just wanted to be a girl. Right or something along those lines. Like I just wanted to be like, uh, like basically, she just wants to fall into her feminine frame. I want to wear nice dresses. I want to go and shop and get like something, you know, um, go, to something to take care of me. Go out with my friends, you know. Like I don't, uh, I, 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 there's so many different variables and aspects to like what a, a, like you know a man brings into a relationship. But I remember hearing her speak and thinking like, oh, that's this is very interesting, you know. That she really like subconscious to some extent she she probably wasn't like consciously aware of the significance of what she was saying, but from where, from where I was sitting and what I was hearing is like, ah, this is a girl who's stuck in her masculine state and wants to be in her feminine state, and, and this is what 
I would like a lot of women to also understand because this comes back to the topic of like, is the world getting worse or is it getting better? For a period of time, and I don't blame women, you would see a lot of articles, TV shows, kind of that social commentary where women are like, we just basically have like, let's say if they have two kids, like actual kids, they're like, oh, I've got three kids because they treat their husband as a child or their partner. Because and, and a lot of women complain like, you know, they, he doesn't look after himself. He doesn't pick after himself. When he showers, he just doesn't pick his dirty clothing and put it in the laundry basket. He doesn't, if he sees something messy, he doesn't clean it. Um, what a lot of women have been complaining about, and again, these are the women who are strong and independent all that, but they're just saying like, we don't feel like we're with men. Like these men are children. The men that, and these aren't just like, it's not like the men of like the recent generation. It's like the men from kind of the um, baby boomers, but not so much the baby boomers, but onwards, right where the yeah the gen x where they're like oh, we're just sick and tired of having to basically say like one person will be like you know rather than the guy taking leadership ownership saying like okay where we're going to live where we're gonna, like a lot of these women are saying okay i'll do it i'll i'll deal with the builders we'll i'll find out where we could live i'll deal with the tradie that comes in you know i'll like they'll ask their partners hey can you can you install this like do some diy at home and like you see a lot of it on, online as well and they they mock their husbands they'll They'll, they'll, they'll with their husbands will be like okay okay I'll, I'll eventually do it but they don't do it for months and then the women do it themselves so you see a lot of women naturally stepping in the fem, uh, masculine and again i don't blame these women who are complaining because what they're actually saying is there's a lack of masculine energy yeah it's great that your your husband can kind of or your partner says the right things because this is what i really dislike a lot of these men like i find them to be a bit weaselly where they show themselves as being incredibly like overly open-minded right oh yeah of course and i agree like they don't and because we hear them talk to us they don't actually agree with three quarters of the stuff that they say they're just saying it because in a in a twisted way they're very transactional they're like if i say this i know i'll get some if i say this i know that they would like me more or whatever it is right but they don't actually believe in it they actually genuinely don't believe in it because look pay attention next time when you see a lot of these guys who are very like rah rah you know women make them powerful make them strong that's fine that's great no one's but then these women go and marry these women from abroad these men sorry they go and it's like what are you trying to do you just want someone submissive but you're out here like like i don't i don't i don't get it i don't get it like you say one thing but then you end up marrying someone from a culture or background that's perceived to be more submissive and it's not necessarily it's not true but it's like but you're not an honest person nor are you being a real man because you you basically want someone to mother you and take care of you, right? And I'm not saying these are just the guys that go and they try to find someone from abroad. Even the ones here, like, you know, they'll make themselves out to be like like super masculine but super and super aggressive and all that, but literally they're man children. They can't figure out their finances. They can't figure out, like, something goes wrong, they just lose it, you know? Um, they're always acting, like, very withdrawn or whatever because it's like... I don't know, like it's a weird twisted way of trying to assert their dominance without saying, without actually achieving or doing anything. It just comes down to control. And that's why I'm saying watch that Netflix series, Netflix uh, movie, Darlings. Because the guy, so he, he basically makes himself out to be some important guy, but he's actually cleaning toilets and there's nothing wrong with that and like what, um, serving food to his boss, right? But he then, because he's so pissed off about his own life and he hasn't achieved anything, he goes home and he's just angry and he beats his wife up it's like it's so dumb it's like you literally are angry with the fact that you haven't achieved anything meaningful in your life and rather than like put use that energy to 
push yourself forward in life you go look at someone who's innocent and weaker and then you're like you know what i'm just going to kind of project my issues and my unhappiness onto them and basically terrorize them yeah that's what i want to say is it won't always be the case that that person just physically be violent towards that individual what it can translate as um i'm not happy with my life because again you're not they're not living in their masculine frame so they will they will they will they will um what it can translate into is i will blame all my problems on my partner and instead of saying it's like my fault like you know that for example i'm unhappy with my job or um my my like the level of my fitness or or achievement it's like no it's 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 their fault they're holding me back they're um you know their constant need for wanting to go out or talk about emotions or i don't know like something like it would be something that's so trivial you're just like what are you talking about like you're unhappy because you don't know where you're going in life you don't have any goals right you don't even have any motivations you're like overweight because or you, yeah your partner's lost respect for you because you have no direction but like you know you're not looking after your health you're eating kfc almost like every day um like well, what do you expect like you can't it's it's easy just to shift the blame on the other person but it's a lot harder to actually you know look in the mirror and say what am i doing wrong you know why why am i the way i am right so um yeah so like i also find it very interesting when you a lot of these like a lot of these when women marry um who essentially these guys are not men they're just boys but you know they may look like men but they're essentially just like three little tiny boys stacked on top of one another that look like a, um, a man who goes into a bank and gets a mortgage but has no idea what they're doing right because um for me like when they get married like i've heard stories like you know with friends and stuff telling me like you know um uh like they'll say you know like you said like you know leave the towel on the floor or like doesn't wash the dishes or it's like such a big deal for them to do household responsibilities like for me when i hear these stories i just think to myself like but what's the big deal like dude like you, this is your house like of course you should be doing these things like why wouldn't you like why 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 are you so dramatic about it like you know like oh i have to do this yeah you have to pay the bills that's your like you're the guy right like you this is you know you got to maintain order and structure like it's a masculine trait you should feel good about that like you're taking ownership like i just i i I honestly sometimes in my head just like there are moments where i'm like i i don't get it like you know like that it's that um like dr latham in chicago med like who's a very logical person it's just like for me it's like i doesn't add up in my head like why is this person complaining about this it doesn't make any sense right um yeah so so like essentially these are just men 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 children and like you said um they just they enter like they will only do something for a transactional benefit right so i will take out the trash i will wash the dishes i will um sweep the floor only because i will get some it's like well how about you do it for yourself or you want the woman to validate you yeah it's it's a circus basically right um why don't you do it because that's what you should be doing because that forms good habits because that makes you a responsible individual a responsible adult you know so it's just funny it's like when they get surprised like but he wasn't like this to begin with this because well he was always like this but you always trusted his words not his actions right and on, on top of this like you know um what matters more long term 
realistically is having a stable partner you know an individual who you can depend on and rely on i don't think you know if if a person is um a, you know a clown or a court jester yeah like the person might find them funny and laugh but you know that individual is going to be the person who's you know going to be whinging and crying about doing the dishes and um you know paying the bills is that the person you know you want to get stuck with at the end of the day yeah if you have kids with this person then you end up joking and saying well now and you have two kids but you have you know your your partner and say i have three kids is that the kind of life that you want you know to constantly be dismissive towards your partner yes i'll I'll wrap things up so again is the world is are things better than what they they were previously yeah they are like is it in every sense no but are we kind of moving forward and correcting we definitely are that's where i agree and so actually now that i've been thinking about it yeah the world is getting better and men are are recorrecting their behaviors and recorrecting their value system and the same thing with women because it's not just men that are now like like saying all these things like online a lot of women i've even heard it at work and other places where women like we don't like the new wave of feminism the third wave feminism because we're no longer talking about equal rights and and respect and tolerance and and like absolutely if a woman works in the same capacity as a man the same why would she get paid less why should she get paid less that's not fair and no one's saying any, any um that's an issue and women aren't property of men and women deserve to be treated like human beings because they are human beings and they have feelings and everything right and what applies to a man in terms of like expectations if people say men shouldn't sleep around absolutely men shouldn't sleep around neither should women that's it applies to both both there's no excuse because i know the women be like but men can no they can't those aren't men those aren't men you have to understand what you have of basically morally corrupt individuals right and then you're the one that kind of makes excuses for them because you continue the social narrative. They're like, well, you know, they're men. They have their needs, whatever. It's not the same. It is the same. The people that are the 1%, 2% in life that are achieving success and moving forward, these aren't those guys. They're not those guys. And that's the, that's the thing. Like, you, There are people in life who are focused on their mission, focused on their growth. They will literally change the world because... The majority of people can't do what these people are doing. They just can't because they don't have that discipline built into them. Yeah, and so we are. We have. We have. We are living in, in in good times, which has led to weak men. We have, and I don't. I personally don't like exactly what you said. What I'm seeing on TikTok and the whole focus on gender politics. I don't. I don't get the obsession because you're talking about a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of society that kind of fall, falls down this path. So why are they getting so much? representation and airtime and it's not tolerance is important everyone should be tolerant but it's like but why are we hyper fixating on this stuff it doesn't really make any sense to hyper fixate it fixate on it and then when we start blurring and graying things and like nothing makes any sense anymore you know <laughs> that's the problem and then you look at people like trying to achieve money in quick ways like remember when the whole nfts thing really i was like this is a joke You've got people who literally want to scam others to make money. And like there's something fundamentally wrong with the NFTs. So there was a lot of celebrities, a lot of influencers. They missed the crypto bandwagon. The whole, whole concept behind crypto. It's relevant to the conversation that we've, we live, we, the society had kind of corrupted itself <laughs> to the point where everyone was chasing a lifestyle. Mm. The lifestyle being, you know, fast cars, 
high-end hotels, travel, 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 blah, 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 blah. And people trying to find quick ways to make money, mm. right? This is how you know society kind of got broken because people like freight forward, not freight, uh, drop shipping, <laughs> foreign exchange, forex trading, blah, 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 and all of this stuff. It's like, you know what? Sometimes in life, you have to actually just work hard. Mm. Like people just wanted money to come in easily because people don't want to experience pain in their lives and i think even andrew tate jordan peterson even joe rogan they said this is what they're worried about with the generation they don't have resilience and they don't experience pain so it's like do you honestly want to be around a person in life who you know can't tolerate stress or pain you should be very scared anyway this was sam from two twins in the mic um see you later guys i'll let eli say his final words Thanks, guys. It's good to be back. I had a really um, fun time in this conversation. Hopefully, we'll uh, you will see us next week. Um, we'll be a lot better in terms of just health. And um, yeah, it should be interesting to see um, how our voices have come out through this podcast. But thank you for your time, guys, and have a good one.